the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Do what you're told. That's right. If you're told to hop on one foot, hop on one foot. Starting to feel like deja vu all over again uh, with COVID-19. The hysteria is starting up again. We're hearing about more lockdowns, more schools being closed, and there doesn't seem to be an end in sight. And that brings us to what we always do here on a Friday. And now it's time for the Jerk of the Week, starring John Steigerwald. And I think we have a repeat winner. And unfortunately, I think this guy's going to be around long enough to win it many more times. Maybe you've heard of him, uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci. Uh, He's the Windows R Us Jerk of the Week for saying this. We are often compared with countries that are not comparable to us. We are not a little island of five million people that we can shut off. We're not a country that would accept if a ruler tells us, you must do this. I was talking with our UK colleagues just today who were saying, the UK is very similar to where we are now in outbreak because each of our countries have that independent spirit but we don't want to be told what to do. Well, I understand that, but now is the time to do what you're told. <laughs> and I think it really is something that we should be doing right now. Yeah, do what you're told. Do what Dr. Fauci tells you to do. That means uh, Thanksgiving dinner outside. Uh, no more than 10 people, please. Uh, don't talk too loud if you are having dinner. And uh, chew with your mask on, if you can do that for us. Thanks a lot. But uh, that's what you're told to do, depending on where you live. I guess it changes from state to state or district to district. But uh, just just listen to what they tell you and just do what you're told, will you please? Dr. Fauci will let you know when the coast is clear. And he'll be around for a while, as I said, which means this won't be the last time that Dr. Anthony Fauci wins the Windows R Us Jerk of the Week Award. The Jerk of the Week is brought to you by Windows R Us, Pittsburgh's premier exterior replacement company. Expert repair and replacement for windows, roofs, siding, doors, gutters, and downspouts. Why pay double? Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. And speaking of jerks, everybody is still calling the big guy, Joe Biden, president-elect. Uh, there's still plenty of counting to be done, and Donald Trump has not given up yet. Meanwhile, does the name Tara Reid ring a bell? She's the woman who accused the big guy of sexually assaulting her back in 1993. The big guy has denied it, but his vice president-elect, Kamala Harris, has said that she believes all the women who have accused Joe Biden. She said that, actually said it. That would include Tara Reid, of course, and we will have Tara Reid here to talk about it when we come back. Tara Reid, stick around. This is Lou Barletta. Pennsylvania is the birthplace of our republic. Both the Declaration of Independence and the United States Constitution were written in our commonwealth. But now, our democratic election process has been attacked. We the people need to speak out to our elected state legislators and demand that they only certify an honest election count in Pennsylvania. Dead voters election officials who do not comply with United States Supreme Court orders, poll watchers thrown out of polls, and much, much more. Every legal vote must be counted, and every illegal ballot must be thrown out. Stand up for your freedom. Call or email your state legislators today. Tell them we demand an honest election in Pennsylvania. Thank you, and may God bless America. Paid for by the One Nation Under God Foundation, a tax-exempt 501c3 committee. 
We're all thinking a lot more about staying safe these days. Windows R Us Pittsburgh is no different. This is John Steigerwald. When it comes to working around your home, Windows R Us remains committed to the safety of you and your family. For roofs, gutters, and downspouts, siding, and, of course, windows, Windows R Us Pittsburgh can answer the call. With over 50 years of home remodeling experience, Windows R Us has earned its reputation as the area's premier exterior replacement company. And all work will be done in strict compliance with the government's social distancing guidelines. If you've had damage, you may be eligible for free repair or replacement. Visit windowsrustpittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. You'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry. From a company that will never skip town when it comes to honoring their warranty, why pay double? Trust the area's premier exterior replacement company. That's Windows or Us Pittsburgh.com. Windows or Us Pittsburgh.com. I worry about lots of things. My finances, my grandkids. If you're 65 or older, you have enough things to worry about. Pneumococcal pneumonia shouldn't be one of them. Even healthy adults 65 and older are at increased risk for this potentially serious bacterial lung disease that can disrupt your life for weeks. Help protect yourself with the Prevnar 13 pneumococcal 13-valent conjugate vaccine, diphtheria CRM197 protein. Prevnar 13 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 13 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 13 does not protect against all strains of the disease. Don't get Prevnar 13 if you have had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with a weakened immune system may have a lower response to the vaccine. The most commonly reported side effect was pain at the injection site. For additional common side effects and full prescribing information, please call 1-866-694-9300 or visit Prevnar13.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about Prevnar 13. The Synergy Group hopes this message finds you safe and healthy. Roy Locks and his team understand the concerns you have about your well-being. Those concerns may include your investments based on recent volatility in the markets. Roy believes the stock market will recover eventually, but he also understands the importance in taking steps to limit losses and finding upside. Now is the time to consider structured investments that can help you recover losses caused by COVID-19 and the recent market fallout. Call Roy today at 412-673-7760. He can help you focus on future upside in your retirement accounts. He is confident in strategies tailored for you. Roy Locks and the Synergy Group are eager to help in this turbulent period of uncertainty. 412-673-7760. That's 412-673-7760. Please be well and stay safe. Securities offered through GW Cole Financial, member FEDRA, SIPC. Investment advice offered through GW Cole Advisors. JW Cole Financial and GW Cole Advisors are not affiliated with the Synergy Group Incorporated. Parents, let's be honest. Many high school and college age kids seem to have little direction these days. That might be true for your son or daughter. They spend a lot of time gaming, hanging with friends, but nothing seems to lead them on a path to adulthood. You may want them to go to a four-year university, but nah, their grades just don't warrant it. Their lack of passion and direction makes you wonder if a four-year university would even be a wise investment. Here's a better route to consider. The Full Stack Software Development Program from Steve Wozniak. Available through SalemCareerHub.com. They'll learn real-life work skills that are marketable and in high demand right now. And at SalemCareerHub.com, you can sign up for these courses at 50% off their regular price. Talk it over with your kids and get them out of the basement. They're probably as anxious as you are to move forward and just need a little push. The place to start? SalemCareerHub.com. You can also call 866-711-6275. 866-711-6275. Or SalemCareerHub.com. The John Steigerwall Show. AM 1250, The Answer. Well, unless the Trump team wins some big battles in court, Joe Biden will be president of the United States in a little over two months. And his vice president will be a woman who said she believes the women who have accused Joe of sexual harassment and or assault. One of those women is Tara Reid. She joins us now. Tara, thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. So you you accused the guy who's probably going to be president of the United States of of sexually assaulting you and his vice president as i just said said that she believes all the women who have come forward about him uh and that would include you so what goes through your mind when you see joe biden being referred to as president elect the last couple of days last week or so um it's excruciating um 
And uh, for those listeners who, who don't know who I am, um, I used to work for Joe Biden. I was a staffer for him, and I was uh, sexually harassed and sexually assaulted in 1993. Uh, I came forward with the sexual harassment claim in writing in 1993. I was too frightened about coming forward to the, about the sexual assault at the time, and I lost my job and my career. I then came forward in 2019 and in 2020, and if your listeners want, they can probably see more details of my interview with Megan Kelly. Um, and I wrote a book called Left Out When the Truth Does Not Fit In. So you can find that on Amazon.com. Yeah, I was going to ask you about the... Go ahead. Um, and, you know, basically it's, it's hypocrisy. Um, you know, uh, like Nietzsche said, will to power, right? So mm-hmm. Kamala Harris sees an opportunity for power and she's seizing it. Um, will she call uh, Joe Biden out like she did Brett Kavanaugh? Time will tell. No, no she won't. <clears throat> I can answer that for you. Uh, you have a book coming out, as you said. It's called Left Out When the Truth Doesn't Fit In. Where did the truth not fit in? Which truth are we talking about here? <clears throat> well, you know, it was a double entendre. Play, play on words they're left out because I was, you know, um, for all my life a Democrat. And the mm-hmm. left basically left, you know, uh, pushed me aside, marginalized me, smeared me. So I, I, my story was either silenced or smeared. So it was very difficult for me to get my history regarding Joe Biden forward and still is today. It's, it's very suppressed. Um, and the other seven other women. Um, and, you know, in mainstream media, you'll see these articles, you know, whitewashing Joe Biden's history. And he has a history of sexual misconduct and he's getting away with it and he'll become president. And it's hard to watch. Yeah, so when you're talking about the left, you're talking about there the the double meeting there is the left, the liberal left, the left left leaning media. Is that who you're talking about? Correct. And you yeah. know, I want to the caveat to that is that I've gotten a lot of progressives who have supported me um, mm-hmm. vocally and um, and Republicans. Where I'm not getting support is, of course, with the elite Democrats, which is the the centrist, if you will, mm-hmm. um, yeah. who are are very much circling the wagons around Joe Biden. Of course, yeah. Uh, Now, uh, the book is about what happened after you came forward with this. Uh, What's it been like for you? First of all, what was was the the immediate reaction and then how it seemed to develop as it went along? Well, the immediate reaction was that I was a Russian agent. Um, (laughs) And then, yeah, exactly. And I I grew up in Wisconsin on a farm, and uh, I don't have any connections to Russia. So that was mm-hmm. odd. I was writing a novel about it, but, but that was interesting. Um, so that happened um, by uh, Edward Isaac Dovier pushed that forward out of the Atlantic. So once that kind of buzz kind of went, then they started class shaming me because I was working class, you know, poor. I've not been a wealthy person. Um, so these, uh, you know, so the Democratic Party, who's supposed to hold up the working class, actually weaponized it against me, making me, you know, printing my bankruptcy you know, harassing me. Democratic trolls would um, harass, threaten me. I've had my life threatened, my pet's life threatened, my daughter was threatened. Um, I've lost work. I lost my housing. I lost everything coming forward, basically. Wait, so uh, first let's go with, you say threatened. Threatened how and specifically by whom? Um, I was threatened after the Russian agent thing came through. Like someone called me in the middle of the night and they knew where I lived and they were coming to kill me because I was a traitor. Things like that. Um, my daughter was threatened um, that she better, you know, she better keep me quiet. Um, she was, you know, given late night phone calls and taunted and, and harassed. Um, I, of course, on social media, you can just look up my name and you'll see all the trolling and the names that I'm called. Some of them are yeah. too vulgar for your listeners, yeah. So mm-hmm. it's been pretty constant um, barrage since um, April 2019. And um, are you pursuing uh, finding these people? Or are they all anonymous? And uh, you know, you, have you have you tried any? Uh, have you tried to trace who some no, of these people I, I, are? No, I think the Democratic. I think they're not anonymous at all. They're they're actors that continually, um, you know, uh, do this sort of thing. Like Sally Albright, for instance, is out of Delaware. She owns a company that has troll farms. Who her client is, I don't know. That's up to an investigator to find out. Um, but these are these are American troll farm types, um, and you know it would be interesting. I'm not an investigator, but as someone who is, to look up and trace and see 
is the Democratic um, National Committee funding these kinds of attacks on civilians? Um, are they doing this to Republicans as well? Are they doing this, you know, is this happening to more than just me? And the answer to that is, I, you know, I already kind of know the answer because um, I've talked to other people who have been attacked who have views that are different than the centrist views. Um, yeah, you know, and, uh, yeah. We're talking to Tara Reid, and she's uh, written a book called Left Out When the Truth Doesn't Fit In. She uh, claims to have been sexually assaulted by uh, Joe Biden back in 1993 when she worked on his staff. Um, uh, Tara, I, when I, you go on Google and just and Google your name and Joe Biden, um, it's amazing how many stories come up, uh, the headlines for which seem to be people shooting down your story. They don't believe they're they're they've they're trying to pick it apart. Um, and is that something you saw develop slowly, or did it? I mean, how long did it take before the media really turned on you and tried to uh, destroy your story and 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 pick this pick it apart? It was almost immediate. And, um, you know, I didn't have a, a PR person or a lawyer at the time and um, was very, you know, vulnerable and naive thinking if I just came forward with the truth that the truth would come to the surface. And that's, you know, I think we all are kind of getting more and more aware of the media, the mainstream media, how it's a machine and it's a public relations machine and the people with the money really get the message across most of the time. Um you know, and I tried to say, like, look, you don't have to smear me to vote for Joe Biden. I have family and friends that are voting for him. I have people voting for Trump. I have people voting for Biden, people voting Green. I mean, I, I had, um, it. you know, the importance was not whether they believed me or not, but it didn't seem to matter. The narrative was to either smear me or to silence me. And one of the smears was just feeding into that rape culture, just feeding into the old narrative. Oh, oh, she's crazy. Oh, she made it up. Oh, she wants attention. Well, I can tell you right now, no one would want the kind of attention I've received. I mean, and the losses that I've incurred coming forward. There just simply isn't that incentive. However, I would say that there is a a sense of freedom when you do, because I'm not keeping a secret about a powerful man anymore. The truth will Um, set you free. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So... um, how should women uh, first of all i want to ask you this um i'm just wondering because uh this was before you uh came out with your story but as um what were you thinking when you were watching uh or paying whatever amount of attention you paid to brett kavanaugh's hearings what was going through your mind at that time well i were you believing it very um I, when I, I support survivors, and, and it's, mm-hmm. so, it's so difficult to come forward. And what I saw mm-hmm. um, was an attempt for that, that to come forward, right? But I saw a lot of galvanizing around, around Dr. Ford. Um, in fact, she was Person of the Year by Time Magazine. Kamala Harris went very aggressively towards, towards Kavanaugh and everything, but it was a very important position. You could understand Right. Um, all of that was absent during my my coming forward. And in fact, um, Feinstein came out against me. Some of the people that I supported in my past and worked for um, in some capacity or volunteered or believed in basically just threw me under the bus and, you know, so they believed Joe Biden without even talking to me. And it, so was, think- it, was, it was, yeah, it was personal. It was really, it was really horrendous. Do, do you think that the uh, media might have treated you a little bit differently if you had been accusing uh, a Republican, Mike Pence, for example? Exactly. I, I mentioned that when if you watched the, the Democratic convention, um, mm-hmm. I talked about the hypocrisy that because the person I was accusing had a D or a blue check after his name, I, I was dismissed. Um, you know, because Joe Biden is Joe Biden, I, I was completely marginalized, even though, even though among certain circles, it is an open secret about who Joe, Joe Biden is and how misogynistic he is. It is known. And um, yeah. but there has been this circling of the wagons and this weaponization of fear, this election election cycle and fear of Trump rather than who is our candidate or policies coming forth yeah now 60 minutes australia did a long interview with you which i saw some of but uh 
It, you didn't, for some reason, CBS uh, USA didn't show any, didn't didn't run the interview, didn't seem to show any interest in having your interview shown in America. Were you a little bit? Uh, what was it? What, what what were your what was your reaction to that? I mean, you're being interviewed in Australia, where a lot of people don't know who Joe Biden is until he becomes president. Exactly, I, I found it ironic, and also again furthering that that whole um, narrative about the hypocrisy of the Democratic Party. And I think Rose McGowan, who's been a big supporter of mine, put it best. She said it's that America has become like a cult. I mean, look, it, it's it's ridiculous that. I was not only just smeared, but also just they, they think by being silent, it just goes away. Well, it's not going to go away. I'm still going to speak out. The tactics to threaten and harass me didn't work, and they won't work. Um, what's shocking to me is that CBS, yeah, that they didn't cover it, that there's no balanced journalism, that somehow now it's just become they're not even apologetic or even shying away from it. They're just blatantly partisan, and it's I, and again, I'm speaking as a former Democrat. It's shocking, and it's not healthy for our country to have propaganda spoon-fed to them. We need real journalism. We need balance. And part of that balance is having hard conversations like the one I brought up. And on the, uh, on the 60 Minutes interview in Australia, when they asked you about Joe Biden, you said he was a, a, a politically, I think it was the question, he's a wolf in sheep's clothing. Yes, yes, definitely. He's a wolf in sheep's clothing because he hides behind the mantle of Me Too, right? And so does the Democratic Party. Like, here, we're, we're uplifting women. But, but his personal behavior is not reflective of that. I, I am directly experienced him up close and personal. And I can tell you, he's misogynistic. He's, he is a predator. And it's ridiculous that he's being held up as some sort of hero for women. That's not how I experienced him. And several of the uh, other, uh, or several of the seven other women who have said that they were touched inappropriately by uh, Biden told the New York Times that based on their experience, they believe you. Because they've experienced uh, some of what you did. Yes. Now, remember, I experienced Joe Biden when he was in his 50s. He was very young, vital, strong at the height of his power in the Senate. Mm -hmm. I was in my Mm -hmm. 20s. So it's a very different power dynamic. He's right now he's kind of portrayed as as frail and grandfatherly and harmless. And, you know, what he did to me was not harmless. It it destroyed my life. And now coming forward, it's the third time it's it's he still has used his power and influence to try to silence me and hurt my life and my family. Now, um, in your book, uh, and the the name of the book is left out when the truth doesn't fit in. We're talking to the author Tara Reed. In your book, you give women advice uh, for how to handle this when if something similar happens to them. Um, I, I do a bit, but I, I I kind of feel like I was in this unique kind of point in history. I don't know, like you know, coming forward about a powerful person is very difficult. But Rose McGowan kind of told me, like, look, you're going to expect, have this happen, you're going to have this happen, and all the things she predicted happened, hap- did, because who was behind it was Anita Dunn, and Anita Dunn um, is a, for those who don't know, was one of the founders of Time's Up, um, but also worked for Harvey Weinstein and smeared some of the survivors, and has, has been working for Joe Biden's campaign, and in fact, their campaign has paid her firm $2.2 million to date. And her job is to make stories like me go away. That's her sole job. So, well, you're not you're you're not going away. Uh, I'm out of time here, Tar. But uh, good luck with the book. It comes out soon. It's uh, left out when the truth doesn't fit in. I really appreciate you coming on to talk about the guy who looks like he's going to be the next president of the United States. A wolf in sheep's clothing. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And you can find it at Amazon.com right now on ebook. Thank you. Oh, okay. Thank you. That's Tara Reed, the book again, Left Out When the Truth Doesn't Fit In. When we come back, Lou Barletta, congressman, to talk about what's happening in Pennsylvania. Stick around. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. A hand recount of the votes cast in the presidential election in Georgia has gotten underway. The audit will be completed by next Wednesday. A resurgence of the coronavirus in New York City, Mayor Bill de Blasio says 
He will close schools if 3% of coronavirus tests over a seven-day period come back positive. The mayor says the city is preparing to close all school buildings as soon as Monday. If that rate crosses the threshold over the weekend, it's currently at 2.8%. Wholesale prices rose moderately in October as food costs jumped by the largest amount in five months. The Labor Department reports its producer price index, which measures inflation pressures before they reach the consumer, increased three-tenths percent last month. Stocks higher, the Dow gained 399 points, the Nasdaq up 119. This is SRN News. Hello, I'm Franklin Graham. This year has been a pandemic year. Children are hurting all over the world. People are afraid. Families are scared. People have lost their jobs. They don't know where to go, what to do. They don't know what hope they have for the future. Well, I want every child to know that God loves them, that God has not forgotten them, and that He cares for them very much. And when you pack a shoebox and send it to Operation Christmas Child, it gives us an opportunity to give that box to a child and do it in Jesus' name. Can you just imagine the hope and the thrill and the joy of when a kid opens up a lid like this and all these toys are in it? It's an incredible gift. And so I just want to say thank you. We need your help this year more than we've ever needed it because of the pandemic. It's just going to create a lot more opportunity. We need more boxes this year than ever. We'll use every one of them. Visit our website, SamaritansPurse.org, to discover how you can pack shoe boxes and share the hope of Jesus Christ with children this year. Mike Gallagher reacts to the 2020 election. The prediction that Democrats were going to sweep across America with a big blue tsunami last night. Guess what? It didn't happen. Democrats, never Trumpers, progressives, they're all mortified. They don't know what went wrong. The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 9, right before Dennis Prager at noon on AM 1250. The answer. Does your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy? Come to Dynavite for help. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite. Dynavite for life. Pick up two tubes of Doggo Suds. Get the third tube free. Peppermint, tea tree, lavender, Doggo Sud shampoo. Made with all-natural coconut, jojoba, aloe. Great for healthy skin and soft, shiny coats. But no itchy, harsh chemicals. Lather up, rinse away. Try Doggo Suds. Buy two. Get one free at Dynavite.com. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman. Writing an estate plan is one thing. Having the experience to administer the estate is something else. At Abernathy and Hagerman, estate administration isn't a side job. It's what we do. You have the same goals we all do. To protect your assets, to minimize taxes, and ensure your inheritance gets to the ones that you love. How you get there, that's specific to you. So let's talk. Hagerman Law, legal help that lasts a lifetime. Visit a-h.law. Do you or your business have financial problems? Are you overwhelmed with debt? Then call me, Attorney Dennis Spire at 412-471-7675. My legal practice concentrates on bankruptcy law, debtor rights, and tax matters. I have over 30 years' experience as a former United States Department of Justice bankruptcy attorney and lawyer in private practice. I have represented thousands of cases faced with financial problems and lawsuits. Reorganize and get a fresh start. Call 412-471-7675 or visit my website at DennisSpira.com. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. WPGP Pittsburgh. A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or radio.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Outbound 28 seeing volume delays from Route A to the Highland Park Bridge. Congested also outbound 65 heading up to the McKees Rocks Bridge. Jammed up inbound Parkway West. Carnegie to the Fort Pitt Tunnel. About a 10 minute delay. Looking busy on the Parkway East. Outbound stacks up Bates Street to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. Inbound around the tunnel and into the Fort Pitt Bridge. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250. The answer. Weather. Increasing cloudiness tonight with a low 28. Clouds making way for some sunshine tomorrow with a high 49. By the cloudy skies tomorrow night with a shower in some areas with a low 39. And Sunday, periods of rain ending in the early afternoon. Otherwise, strong winds gradually subsiding with a high 57. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Gregory Patrick. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250. The answer. Well, there won't be a recount in Pennsylvania. The Secretary of the Commonwealth, Kathy Bookbar, made that announcement a little while ago. 
So now what? Well, Lou Barletta is a former Republican congressman from District 11. He joins us now. Lou, thanks for being here. Uh, good to talk to you, John. So I think, uh, Lou, I know this, uh, I'm sure this. you remember this because it had to be a great honor for you. I think you were a guest on my first show, <laughs> two, like uh, over two years ago when you uh, when you were running for the Senate. I think you were the guest my first day that I did this. So I, I appreciate you doing that. But having you back uh, again no is problem. good. <laughs> so good to talk to you then. Good to talk to you now. Yeah. So so does the secretary saying that there's going to be no lockdown change anything? No, uh, no. I'm sorry. Not well, a lockdown. No, no recount. Well, I think it's there's, there's going to be a recount at, at the end of this. They're still counting provisional ballots. But why would you not want a recount when this election is so close? I mean, Pennsylvania has been uh, the poster child for fraud uh, in the country. Uh, we have a buffet of fraud. You you name the type of fraud uh, that's been committed in, in this election across the country, and I think all of it in some form has happened here. Dead people voting and uh, harvesting of nur- in nursing homes, you name it. In Philadelphia, it, it was a disgrace what they did. They locked out uh, poll watchers, and why would you do that? 300,000 ballots were counted uh, without inspection during that time. They threw the envelopes away. Um you know, who knows if they were segregated? Obviously, they weren't. Uh, you know, this is really a shame. You know, the most amazing thing to me is uh, 21,000 dead people are on Pennsylvania voter rolls. And I, I just can't believe that so many dead people are voting for Joe Biden when they support the death tax. I mean, you would think that some of them would, would be supporting uh, Donald Trump. But this is really a an embarrassment to our to the commonwealth uh, what's happening here and uh secretary of state is is not helping it she changes the rules as we go i mean they they can't make it any more lopsided than they than they are we'll accept ballots after the election and they don't have to have a postmark on it and signatures don't have to match i mean this is just a disgrace what's happening here well president trump was obviously um suspicious of this and he was talking about it a lot during the campaign, and he was accused by most of the media of um, doing it because he, he he just was afraid he was going to lose because all the polls, of course, were saying he was going to lose. They ended up you know, being way off, but uh, they thought that he was just, uh, he was just ha- showing up with a, a built-in excuse uh, if he lost, but um, this stuff that you're talking about, as you said, this hasn't, this didn't just show up this year, you know, or six months ago. This stuff has been around for a long time. Now they've been very good at it, especially in Philadelphia. You know, they, they have it perfected. Um, but now the whole world was watching. I mean, President Trump was up by over eight hundred thousand votes election night. Mm-hmm. I mean, just think of that: eight hundred thousand votes, and somehow, you know, he's behind now, and and we don't want to do a recount. We don't want to let the Pennsylvania voters know that their votes counted. They deserve, they deserve to know that. Uh, you know, the, the Democrats spent over three years uh, claiming that Russia interfered with our election, but now they don't want to give a couple weeks to prove what has happened here in Pennsylvania. And if we don't stop it now, John, you know, I think you know fair elections are over for good in Pennsylvania. Whether you're running for school board or county commissioner or mayor or governor, you know, if they can get away with this now and we don't fix it. Um, you know, I think fair elections in Pennsylvania will be over. Well, I just saw an interview, uh, and I forget the guy's name. I just saw it a few minutes ago uh, on Fox. The uh, guy in Philadelphia, if he's the commissioner, he was he was somebody in in the position of authority down there with the election in Philadelphia, which is a, a total rat's nest in Philadelphia. Everybody knows that. But he was asked direct questions, all the things you brought up, and he denies everything. So that's going to be their story. They're they're just. They're denying that there were uh, mistakes made. They're, everything's fine. That's that's going to be their well, story. They, they, the, the poll watchers, the Republican poll watchers, had a court order that they handed to them to to let them in, and they refused to let them in, uh, even with a, with a court order. They didn't care. They called the sheriff, and the sheriff refused to to enforce them. So, I mean, how do you how do you have a fair election, and why would you do that? Uh, if you weren't trying to steal this election, and they knew that they had to steal it in a big way because President Trump was winning by so much. Now, here's something interesting for you. I don't know if you've seen this, uh, and we're talking to uh, Lou Barletta. He's a former congressman from District 11. Um, this is um, this is from 
20, uh, last year. This is uh, uh, Elizabeth Warren and um, who else? Uh, uh, Elizabeth Warren, uh, Klobuchar, uh, the Senator Klobuchar, and a couple of congressmen. Uh, they issued a formal complaint about three companies which they said threaten the integrity of our elections. This is, and this, they were talking about uh, companies that count votes, and this is what they said in their letter. In 2018 alone, voters in South Carolina were reporting machines that switched their votes after they'd uh, inputted them. Scanners were rejecting paper ballots in Missouri, and busted machines were causing long lines in Indiana. In addition, researchers recently uncovered previously undisclosed, <coughs> excuse me, uh, undisclosed vulnerabilities in nearly three dozen uh, back-end election systems in 10 states. And just this year, after the Democratic candidate's electric, electronic tally showed he received an improbable 164 votes out of 55,000 cast in a, are you ready, Pennsylvania state judicial election in 2019, the county's Republican chairwoman said nothing went right on Election Day, everything went wrong. That's a problem. These problems threaten the integrity of our elections and demonstrate the importance of election systems that are strong, durable, and not vulnerable to attack. Lou, that was written by Democrats a year ago. Uh, and, and, and you see they mentioned Pennsylvania specifically in there. Well, there's, there's no question. I mean, even, you know, Dominion Software, uh, you know, how, how do we have elections here in Pennsylvania if you, if you feel that they've, they've been rigged? 72 million people voted for for Donald Trump for president, uh, you know, to tell them that it doesn't matter, that your vote doesn't matter, and, and it doesn't have to be fair. I mean, the Constitution is very clear that, that the legislature sets the time, the place, and the manner, not our governor, who, who changed the rules and said, you know, the postmarks, you don't have to have a postmark on it. If it's not on it, you still have to accept it. Uh, mm-hmm. Signatures uh, don't have to match. If you go in in person to vote, your signature has to match the signature in the book. Why should someone with a, with a mail-in not have to comply? Why should there be different rules for someone? You'd think you would have even more stringent rules to stop fraud because obviously mailing in ballots, um, you know, is, is an easier way to, to commit fraud. I've had so many calls and emails with people with proof uh, that have now signed affidavits of, of voter fraud that they've witnessed that it's uh, it's really sad, and for our Secretary of State to say this now that no, you know, this is a razor thin right now, and the provisionals are still being counted. Uh, that we're not going to have a recount to make sure that Pennsylvania voters can can know that they had a free and fair election is is an insult. It's, they continue to insult the Pennsylvania voters, and we we've got to fix this. It has to be changed, and um, you know, I'm going to continue to push for it. So, what is the uh what is your what recourse do you have now that she has declared she's not going to do a recount? What's the what's the next step? Is it a lawsuit? Another well, lawsuit? There will be another lawsuit, and and I think you know the the suit that is already pending that you know is allowing ballots uh, to have come in without postmarks and without inspection in itself is a is a crime. I mean, you have to have inspection. Both parties are allowed by law to witness. <clears throat> Uh, the ballots when they're being counted, and, and that didn't happen. It didn't happen in Pennsylvania, and, and surprisingly, uh, you know, there were seven seven counties now that that uh, were allowed to uh, fix their uh, their ballots. For example, if if it didn't have a signature, uh, that ballot should not have counted. Seven counties were allowed to to give those voters an opportunity to come back and fix them, and uh, coincidentally, they happen to be Democrat counties. That we're allowing them to do that. I mean, this is this is so unfair uh, to to the voters here in Pennsylvania. Um, Joe Biden should be the first one who should come out and, and really support uh, an inspection of the uh, irregularities here in Pennsylvania. If you want to bring this country back together again, you can't have 72 million people who feel that this wasn't a fair election and Joe Biden didn't really win. So the fact that he's not even speaking out, you know, tells a lot. Yeah, he's. Um, you would think that if if, if coming in with a new administration, uh, especially in in a, such a divided country, that they they should be in the forefront of of trying to prove if they if they believe that everything is legitimate, 
if it's me, I, I think I'm out there saying, look, go ahead, investigate anything you want. Now let me know what you need. I'll help out. Whatever you want to ask me, I'll answer the questions. Uh, I want, And I'm going to order uh, the, the people in the Democratic Party to cooperate with everything because I think this was on the up and up, and go ahead, do what you want. That would be the sign of somebody who wanted the investigation because they don't want to go into their uh, first year as president with everybody thinking that uh, half the country thinking he didn't belong there. Didn't deserve to be, yeah, and, and and President Trump saw it coming. He's he's been saying this for how long now that these yeah. mail-in ballots were were going to be a, a problem. They were going to be fraud, and and listen, you know, at, at least dead people had to go to the polls before to vote. Now we made it even easier. Now they don't even have to go to the polls. You know, we'll just mail them a ballot, and they could they can mail it in, and of course they don't have to sign it because they can't sign it because they're dead. I mean, this is ridiculous what's happening here, but uh, I don't think the people of Pennsylvania should sit back and, and uh, the Secretary of State, I think, is insulting the, the, the people here in Pennsylvania. They deserve to know that this was a fair election uh, and, and the winner should be whoever had. I mean, if, if Joe Biden was a fair winner of Pennsylvania, people would accept that. But mm-hmm. I don't know how many people really believe that. And, and they're insulting uh, the voters here by not giving them an opportunity to let's inspect this. Let's see. Let's see what happened. What happened in Philadelphia? How many dead people voted? How many people who have left the state who, who aren't residents of, of Pennsylvania actually voted? And let's see what happened. And, you know, the, the, the election is so close right now. How could you not want to make sure uh, that this was done fairly? Talking to Lou Barletta, former Republican congressman from District 11, Lou, uh, what um, what are the state Republicans doing about this? Um, are, what what recourse do they have? Uh, obviously, it's a federal election, but the the, the this stuff is being handled by state um, uh, people. So the secretary, the governor, those are the people involved in this. What can the state legis- the Republicans in the state legislature do? Well, I, I think that they're obviously, I mean, this is the, the horses out of the barn here so far. There'll be lawsuits and, and hopefully this will be righted here. But I think moving forward, you know, we need election integrity reform. We need to make sure that when we have elections here, if you put your name on the ballot, regardless of what office it's for, uh, that it's not going to be rigged against you. Uh, if they can do it now with the world watching, what will they do when, you know, when the spotlight's off? off of Pennsylvania. We can't have governors making rules and secretary of state of the state making new rules that benefit their party two days before the election and really thumbing their nose at, at, at the people here who, uh, who have the right to, uh, to choose who they want to lead the country. We're not talking about, a, you know, a, a local election. We're talking about the president of the United States and Pennsylvania plays a key role in who that will be. And I think what, uh, what's happening here is an embarrassment to our, our Commonwealth, to the people, and they deserve better than this. Just finishing up, Lou, is this, when it all comes, uh, you know, when we're finished with this, is this going to be about, more about mistakes or more about blatant fraud? Because mistakes are just as bad if, they, if they're costing people um, votes, but fraud is, is worse because we're talking about people who should go to jail. Yeah, they absolutely. There has to be consequences. If if they get away with this now, what happens, you know, in the next election? If they if they can get away with this when 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 the whole world is watching what's happening, and I'm not joking. When I, Pennsylvania has been the buffet of fraud, you name the type of fraud they're talking about, and in some form, we're seeing it right here at home. And you can't have your governor and your secretary of state saying too bad. Uh, you know, too bad, so sad, you know, we won and get over it. Now let's come together and, and uh, all, all be on the same side. That's not the way it should work. So I don't think the people should stand back. I don't think our, our legislators should stand back. I think there needs to be strict reforms. There are 21,000 dead people on the voting rolls. Why does that have to be? Everybody gets a death certificate when you die. Why can't that name come off the voting rolls when they issue a death certificate? I mean, we could... We, we need to clean this up. We need to make sure that there are um, laws in place that, that protect each and every voter, that their vote is going to count. It's not going to be taken away by somebody who's going to cheat. And in Philadelphia, we know they cheated in, in mass numbers, uh, and they didn't care. 
they didn't care. They just said, you're not going to come in. You're not going to watch. And we watched Donald Trump's vote tally just get literally wiped out in, a, in one night. Lou, uh, last thing, I only have about a minute left. Um, what, so what, what's going to happen next? What should people be looking for next? I mean, where exactly are we? And, I mean, we still have uh, more than two months before Joe Biden is supposed to be inaugurated. You have another a month or so before the, it's all um, um, uh, made official. Well, the, the election should not be certified here in Pennsylvania, obviously, until until uh, you know all these questions are answered, and 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 we had an opportunity to inspect. We're still counting, so uh, it's not over yet. But this Pennsylvania should not certify this election uh, until we know that uh, you know these things are checked out. And you know, if somebody needs to go to jail for election fraud. They should because that you know that's all right. This is democracy, and if if we let it go uh, quietly and just say, "Oh well, uh, you know that's too bad," that that's that we can't do that. People, of Pennsylvania, need to make sure that our legislators and and I'm sure they will uh, want reforms and, and want to put securities in place so that when we have an election day, um, you know we we need to do something about these mail-in ballots. You, you, we can't be accepting them after the election day and, and no postmarks, no signatures. I mean, that this is not a banana republic. It's the United States of America. And Pennsylvania should not be embarrassed uh, the way we were uh, in this election. Lou, I appreciate you coming on and uh, clearing some of this stuff up. And uh, good luck the rest of the way. We'll see what happens with this. Well, it's not, it's not over yet. There's going to be a court case in Pennsylvania. We'll be at the center of it. So. Uh, hopefully we uh, we get this right. It. Thanks, Lou. Appreciate it. Okay. Thanks. Man. All right. That's Lou Barletta. We'll be back. For those of us who are healthy, it's hard to imagine what it's like to be chronically sick. If you're over 50, you may be fine today, but tomorrow, different story. Chronic illness can literally claim your financial world overnight. Suddenly, you're tens of thousands of dollars in debt, mailbox overflowing with bills, notifications, warnings, and you think Obamacare is going to help you out? Good luck getting someone even to talk to. This is John Steigerwald, and my friends at Marley Financial have a better solution. It's their non-Obamacare pro-life health plan. It gives you the power of a national PPO savings of 30 to 60% off Obamacare for those over 50. No funding for abortion and always someone to help you. Call 724-884-1496. One client was in the hospital for 11 days for a bowel obstruction. Hospital billed him over $56,000. Marley Financial's non-Obamacare plan paid the entire claim and put $7,000 in his pocket. There's no other plan like it anywhere, and you can get it now. Call 724-884-1496 or visit MarleyFG.com. This is AM 1250, The Answer. By now, you've heard me talk about my pillow and how it's literally changed my life. They won't go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want. They maintain their shape. Made in the USA. For a limited time, Mike is offering his premium MyPillows for his lowest price ever. You can get a standard queen premium MyPillow for $29.98. Originally $69.98. That's a $40 savings. Kings are only $5 more. Not only are you getting the lowest price ever, $29.98 for a standard queen premium, but Mike is extending his 60-day money-back guarantee to March 1st, 2021. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use promo code STAG. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets. Or call 800-716-8087 and use promo code STAG. Okay, we did our research. We know what you want out of a radio station and what you don't. You want a station that's committed to giving you all the information you need about everything big going on all day and all night. You want smart hosts who know what to make of it all. You don't want a lot of fluff and nonsense. You want real people. Yeah, we think we found them for you. You be the judge. AM 1250. The answer.
Center. We're all thinking a lot more about staying safe these days. Windows R Us Pittsburgh is no different. This is John Stagerwald. When it comes to working around your home, Windows R Us remains committed to the safety of you and your family. For roofs, gutters, and downspouts, siding, and, of course, windows, Windows R Us Pittsburgh can answer the call. With over 50 years of home remodeling experience, Windows R Us has earned its reputation as the area's premier exterior replacement company. And all work will be done in strict compliance with the government's social distancing guidelines. If you've had damage, you may be eligible for free repair or replacement. Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. You'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry. From a company that will never skip town when it comes to honoring their warranty, why pay double? Trust the area's premier exterior replacement company. That's WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. You're listening to the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. Now, it's good to have Lou Barletta on and uh, see what they do with this. They can't be all talk. they gotta, they got to push this thing. And uh, if it is fraud, you know, there's a big difference between, a, between fraud and a mistake. If it's fraud, that's willful, and it's, uh, it should be punishable by somebody going to jail or somebody's going to jail, a bunch of people. But meanwhile, how about this? <clears throat> Um, I meant I, t- I told you about the letter that was written uh, last year, signed by uh, Elizabeth Warren and uh, Amy Klo- Klobuchar and a couple other people. Klobuchar, sorry about that. Klobuchar, <laughs> and uh, yeah, she's not going anywhere anyway. Uh, Klobuchar, but uh, anyway, this is this is um, this is. Uh, listen to this comment here. Not listen to it. I'll tell you what it is. I agree with tens of millions of Americans who are very worried about worried that when they cast a ballot on an electronic voting machine that there is no paper trail to record that vote in the event of a recount. Who do you think said that? That was Bernie Sanders back in 2004. They were a little upset about uh, John Kerry losing Ohio, if you remember. I agree with tens of millions of Americans who are very worried that when they cast a ballot on an electronic voting machine that there is no paper trail to record that vote in the event of a recount. And then there's this. From the same uh, from the same time, there are still legitimate concerns over the integrity of our elections and of ensuring the principle of one person, one vote. That would be Nancy with the laughing face, her own self, Nancy Pelosi. They were concerned about voting machines. Imagine that. And that's 16 years ago. Who knows where we'll be on Monday, but we'll keep you updated and we'll talk about it. We'll see you then. Thanks to Mike and Darren for their help. I'll see you Monday. John Steigerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group.